Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we build products in public. Each week we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we share our struggles, our wins and everything in between. I'm Benedict and I'm feeling tired. I'm Benedicta. Today is February 15th. This is episode number 127 and I am feeling slow. <laughs> I don't know if that is Hope a feeling. Also steady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know how steady I feel. I got my engine going, so that that does help me feel like even on weeks where I feel like I've done nothing, at least I can say that I've sent my emails, I've done my stream, and the engine is moving forward, but maybe not so much more. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, that's something. Just yes. I mean, showing up every day or every week or whatever and, and doing the things that kind of work or seem to work. I think that's all you need to do. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like it's uh, it's really helped to have to have that kind of system in place and also that I kind of trust that it will lead to things because if I do get up one morning and feel a little, little out of sorts or like I don't really know what I should work on, at least I can get those parts done and then when i've often when i've kind of done my email and i've you know planned my stream and stuff like other things come out of it like new ideas or like oh i was supposed to work on that project or it kind of gives you a way to like ease into the week or the day so i'm pretty happy with that but yeah you had a more productive week or at least i don't know if it's productive discussing <laughs> time and dates on twitter but <laughs> Did you do anything else? <laughs> uh, I mean, I had a last week felt good in terms of it was a deep work week. Like I had se several days where I just could get into the code base and just deeply focus on stuff and like get some. I'm, I'm about to say meaningful, I'm not entirely sure how meaningful, but I mean, it at least felt good working on those parts and, and <clears throat> improving that. So for the most part of last week, I've been working on um, the way we do comparisons in our filter engine that like powers all the well, the search and the UI and uh, the segmentation, all of that. And um, I basically introduced a new type date uh, a date data type data type a new data type of the type daytime. Oh, this is a strange <laughs> sentence. Whatever. Um, not confusing at all. Not confusing at <laughs> all. So um, previously, like, or I mean, even even in the foreseeable future, like in our UI, you can only filter by dates. So you can s filter by people who signed up today, yesterday, the last week, the last month, whatever. Um, internally, we store those timestamps down to the, like, with a precision down to the microsecond, I believe. So that weird thing came up where we're now comparing dates from the UI with timestamps in the database. And um, because the entire thing is basically a, a little programming language that defines, like, the conditions, I had to come up with how to compare the dates with the timestamps. Mm -hmm. And that gets really interesting really fast um, oh, yes, it because does. I wasn't quite sure. Um, like 
how do you compare a timestamp to a date? Um, and looking at the programming languages, most of them just like set the time for the date to zero, and it's basically the beginning of the day. Um, and that works for some cases, but if you like want to say something like, did this user sign on on this date? Um, that doesn't work because they they signed up at one time on that date and not at midnight that date. And, or before um, that date, which is actually what you're comparing in most programming languages. <laughs> yeah, or before that date or stuff like that. So mm. uh, it started out uh, mostly with me uh, trying to figure out the system that kind of makes sense. And at some point, but at some point I was like so confused or like so unsure of about like, am I making the right assumptions? Like, is it okay to ex like when you compare the, the time with the date, basically think of the date as a, as a range of from like midnight to midnight. I was basically writing all those tests uh, for all the edge cases into the code base and then adjusting the implementation to work that way. But at some point, I wasn't quite sure if like the assumption I'm making are actually reasonable. So I asked the team to uh, basically ask Leo and uh, Jane about their opinions. And it turned into just long 100 message conversation about uh, the essence of dates and times and comparing the two. And, <laughs> and life and the universe. and Life and the universe <laughs> and the answers to everything. Uh, and the funny thing was, like, their first gut reaction was one thing, and in the end, we agreed on something else because, in the context of this particular example, it, it makes more sense to treat days as ranges or only look at date the date portion of times. So it's essentially the same same thing. Either either compare the range or like cut away the time part when when doing a comparison. But it was a fun conversation, <laughs> and uh, we spent like almost an hour going back and <laughs> forth about this and like making sure we're on the same page, and that's actually just, just the thing we want. Um, and I thought it was funny, and just took a screenshot of that first message with that, that had like a couple of teaser questions in there, and posted it on Twitter, and that kind of blew up as well a little bit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it did did better than your very like well composed tree tweet thread it totally did um <laughs> it was funny like of course a lot of people started chiming in um and basically everyone had their own opinion and their own answers to those uh to those comparisons and some of were of them were just the complete opposite like some said it was like three questions some said yes yes no the other said no no yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah I saw. stuff like that <clears throat> so that but was quite always, funny. I guess it it de it depends because I think if I'd seen the question, I would have answered one thing. But if you look at UI, I would say something else because I'm I'm guessing one of your kind of um, one of the use cases is that you say I want to see who signed up from Monday to Thursday, and that yeah. means that you want the people on Thursday. At least that's what I would want if I did that in a UI. But if somebody just gave me kind of the dates, then maybe I would say, yeah, I just mean like Tuesday and Wednesday. But when it's like in a UI and you click on the first day and you click on the last day, you kind of want the people on that last day as well. So it's it's 
different when you look at it just as the programming long logic, but then you look at the UI and are like, oh yeah, this does not mm -hmm. make sense. Like we, <laughs> you know, if somebody says, yeah, if I go into my analytics software, <laughs> like don't remove whoever visited my site on that day that I selected, <laughs> which is yeah, kind right. Of the same. And in a way, I mean, that was the little detail that was left out in that conversation or in that initial message. And that I think that caused the most controversy about the entire thing. Like, because there was some there was some context missing from the questions, the debate got pretty heated. And the funny thing was on Saturday morning, one of our investors um saw that tweet on Twitter and was so inspired by it that he turned it into a blog post about the topic. Uh, he named it the Kobayashi Maru of comparing dates and times. Um, and basically talked about this a little bit and how there's no right or wrong answer to this and stuff like that. And he also retweeted it. He has good reach and um, a lot of people follow him. Um, so more people chimed in and he also posted <laughs> it too. He also posted it to Hacker News, and I think the highest it got was number four or something like that. And uh, like it was just. <laughs> I mean, if you if you want to <laughs> get developers engaged and talkative, throw some daytimes at them. <laughs> totally, yeah. So some like from that Hacker News, um, we link it up in the show notes. But like there are a couple of highlights in the in the answers there. Uh, I'm just going to read a few. Because um, I had so much fun reading them. <clears throat> so one of them was, the questions don't make any sense. Stop trying to ask them. <clears throat> the other one was, I wonder what kind of horrible design decision led to this in the first place. <laughs> and also Create what was like... Create software that handles dates and time? That would be the horrible. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the horrible yeah. design decision. <laughs> Someone was like, I hate to be that guy, but I think everyone's looking at this wrong, which was kind of... <laughs> the default opinion of everything of everyone like everyone's like yeah you are stupid like this is it's that way and it's not that this way and so that was kind of fun and also one highlight was i never stood understood why programmers have so such a hard time with time <laughs> <laughs> it was clearly you haven't done a lot with time then <laughs> so yeah um anyways this um this was fun, uh, and I spent a lot of time on Twitter and Hacker News, and I didn't I didn't participate much in those conversations because I feel like I don't know it was more fun this way instead of trying exactly what was going on. Um, but yeah, <laughs> and also you probably wouldn't have gotten to another conclusion spending hours discussing this with random developers on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, especially as a lot of the opinions were like, yeah, this is just stupid. Don't ask that question. Just mm -hmm. don't do it. I think I guess there were a couple of people in there that kind of got what this was about um, and kind of guessed that this was probably about stuff in a database and queries coming in from the UI. Uh, but the majority were like, yeah, this is stupid. Don't do this. You can't compare two different types and stuff like that. So anyways. <clears throat> But I think it also shows that it's good now you have a team, like you have another developer and you also have Jane. So you actually had somebody to reach out to because I think, as you said, like working on this on your own, you kind of get in the end, you're like 
does this even make sense? Like, where, which direction am I going? Like, what? You can get so into it that you kind of lose the perspective. And then having your, being able to reach out to your team and actually having them interested in, like, getting consensus is very helpful because it can get you a little out of your own head and into a practical solution and and not trying to make, you know, make up how we sh should work with times <laughs> yeah. again or whatever. <laughs> Totally. I, I think it was good to reach out to them and, and just talk this through because whatever assumption we make now and bake into the code, it's more or less set in stone because changing that stuff after the fact will be hard when you suddenly change the rules of quote-unquote logic. Um, <laughs> that's, that's poised to cause trouble down the road. So we, we're trying to get it right the first try. So. Hopefully yeah, with, we did. With POW, which is a kind of journal, journal style application, um, I just stripped it out. I'm like, it's on that day and that's it. But that makes it so, you know, if people start traveling and time zones and it's like, okay, if they travel from, if I travel to the other side of the world and I want to continue logging my cycle and journal about my cycle, then, you know, my body is still on the other time zone and not the <laughs> new time zone but i was like in the beginning i was like that we're not like that will just have to make do like we're gonna work with one like the whole day is a day and i'm just stripping out the the time from from the whole thing but i ended up having yeah. like a serious bug where people over on the east side of i mean the west side of the states were um ended up logging on the wrong day because it turns out, and I can't remember exactly now, but I was using the native date thing in the browser, and it's something with it not using the time. It's like it's different than you would think. Like I would think that it was going to use the time zone of the person, but it's not using the time zone of the person or the other way around. Anyway, I just asked for the time in the browser, you know, stripped out the time and then just saved the date. But then that ended up being like a day forward or backwards. Anyway, and then it kept shifting. Mm. So every time they opened, it like <clears> shifted <throat> because it got the wrong time zone. Uh, and I thought I had been smart to just like strip that. But then the time zone bug ended up getting in there. And then when you read on MDN, it's like, notice this function does not work <laughs> like you would assume. <laughs> kind of notice like in the documentation. <laughs> uh, and I was like, oh, yes. Should have read that little call out the first time I looked at this documentation. Yeah, yep. I think that's that's hard because it's really hard to document yourself out of something that people just assume. Like since it had that big call out, I am guessing I'm not the first one that assumed that that <laughs> kind of new date or whatever would include time zone or not time zone or whatever it now does. But um, but it has that big call out, but several of us have still done that mistake it turns out so yeah documenting yep. your way out of something that's that's weird it's it's hard totally yeah but i mean what you just touched on with like just ignoring the time part that's what we are doing right now or are used to do before like we are running out this change but unfortunately what i didn't realize is because we're saving stuff as timestamps in the database uh, when we are basically generating a SQL query and like explicitly typecasting stuff to dates, 
Um, the database can't use the index for this anymore um, unless we specifically create an index on the typecast values. Um, so one of the reasons why we're doing this right now is just like improving database performance because once we change our comparison to work on the native types that are stored in the database, everything will just be magnitudes faster. Um, I'm also trying to run some some validation on this, and it looks like it's at times double double the speed and sometimes 10 times the speed of the, um, the new queries compared to the old ones. So it's... It's a tedious task doing this, but I think it will be worth it. Um, it will be worth it. So, um, yeah, that's the reason why we're doing this. And, of course, eventually time zone support because, yeah, just stripping the time uh, doesn't work once you want proper time zone support, even if you're just comparing dates. Because <clears throat> it's not the same so, day yeah. all around the world. It's weird, but it's, exactly. it's not. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and the day starts and ends at different times. And, uh, crazy stuff. Anyways, um, crazy so that's stuff. what, what mostly what I've been working on last week. Um, and uh, as I said, I like, enjoyed like just getting some deep focus time for longer stretches and being able to work on this because this is one of those problems where you need at least 30 minutes to an hour to just get your brain into it. And if there's, then there's an interruption and you have to like jump back out and back in, you're just losing so much context every time. Um, so I really appreciate that we, you were able to, that I was able to do this in a focus, focus session. Yeah. And that's basically what I'm working on this week as well. Trying to wrap that up. Um, let's see. <laughs> so far so good. I don't think there's a lot missing, but, um, yeah, we have to see how it, how it how it works out this week with interruptions stuff like that. Do you schedule out focus sessions, or do they um, come to you? <laughs> I I don't um, like. Usually, we try to keep all of our calls and everything, like all the meetings, at least with external people on on Tuesdays or Thursdays. And um, with the team, we have a couple of calls on Monday, like for the weekly kickoff and stuff like that. Um, but Wednesday and Fridays, I try to keep open and without any, any appointments and stuff like that. And usually Thursdays is pretty open as well. So, um, that's my default scheduled focus time. The problem is it's not always, it doesn't always work like that because when there's a lot of stuff in customer support that I have to take care of, then of course that, that takes priority and, um, I don't get to spend it on on the code base. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I kind of try to fo- schedule it, but it's implicit, like it's not blocked on, on the calendar. Anyways, um, talking about the team, um, unfortunately, we had to let our customer success person go last week, <clears throat> which is a bit of a bummer because it was kind of nice having someone help out with... Uh, with customer support and we had like high hopes for getting a good customer success process in place where they would like proactively reach out to customers who just started a trial and get them onboarded. And they're still, I, they're a nice person. Uh, they were a nice person. We, it was nice working with them overall, but we were 
like the expectations from our side and what what we got in return were a little bit misaligned so unfortunately it didn't work out so the team is down to to five again um but we're hoping to do another hiring round in march and uh, hopefully find someone who can do this we're also questioning if maybe the description for the role was just like too broad or not focused enough and maybe we should like hire a dedicated salesperson and a dedicated customer support person instead of like trying to find someone who's a little bit in between and can do a little bit of everything. So yeah, I don't know. Don't have an answer there yet, but um, that's what's going on in that front. <clears throat> I feel like listeners can chime in here, you know, send us uh, or reply to the tweet for this episode or something on that. Like, have you successfully had a customer support slash salesperson or would you say that is like inherently two different roles that need two different people yeah that would be interesting i mean it sounds like the customer success role is kind of that <clears throat> but um maybe it's just hard finding finding the perfect candidate for that who can who can do a little bit of both um but we'll keep trying i mean mm -hmm. it's not the end of the world we we learned a lot of like what we expected, what uh, what maybe people think this is about. So <clears throat> even though it didn't work out, it was a great learning. It's like putting experience. your software out there in the world and and realizing that it's not always used as you intended it. To. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to test things out to realize right. what <clears throat> what the what the requirements are. Yeah, totally. And then. Two other small things uh, from last week. Uh, one is uh, we now have a slow and steady YouTube channel. Uh, thanks for your request. Uh, Transistor is now publishing all our episodes to to YouTube. Uh, probably not that interesting for listeners right now because apparently they're not listening it uh, listening to it on <laughs> YouTube. But maybe uh, maybe some people pick it up on YouTube. But we we'll see. I to be honest, I don't have high hopes. And uh, But if you have a friend anything. who's like not a podcast person and you've been trying to get them to yeah. listen to podcasts, you can now just tell them to subscribe to our YouTube channel instead because it turns out right. that at least the younger generation, I think, I've seen even like make music playlists on YouTube. Like they use it as Spotify, which is very confusing for me. But as an yeah. old grandmother... <laughs> Almost grand. Well, not that. As an older, older person in tech, <laughs> middle-aged person <laughs> in tech, I find that super weird. But um, I also yeah. get it because if you're already on YouTube all the time and you just want to listen to something, why not yeah. press play there? And and as long as you have your Bluetooth headphones on, you can walk around the house anyways, right? So, right, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how it works out. It's it's kind of it kind of comes for free with the automation on play, so it's not like this is yeah. causing out a lot of trouble and effort. So, yeah, why not do it? Um, we'll see how it goes. And we the, have four subscribers, <laughs> and yeah, one it's... is me, and the other one is you. Or <laughs> yeah, one is you, one is me, one is. Um... Uh, user list who's the fourth interesting who is the fourth <laughs> is that you there listener <laughs> let us know if you it's subscribe. probably 
one of our other accounts that we forgot. Oh, right. I I know. It's one of my other accounts. It's the FantoConf <laughs> account that's following it. So. Okay. Nobody has subscribed yet. No. No, but it's, gonna, it's, it's a fun test, though. And also, as you said, with Transistor doing this automatically, it's it's fun to just turn it on and, and see. Um, and I'll try to also make a playlist over on my Queen channel with, you know, some highlighted episodes that might be interesting for you know, the same audience. Yeah. And, and that's a way to kind of cross share and get get all this content working together. Right, like if, right. <clears throat> anyway, were you, did you have anything more to say about your week? Uh, the only other thing I want to share is um, I sent an email to Brian last week, uh, just checking in and uh, Brian's well, Brian's back in Boulder and he's loving his new job. So, uh, if you were wondering about what Brian is about uh, uh, is doing these days and how he's he's feeling, apparently all all is good and he's happy at his uh, new role at GitLab. So, just a quick update. Yeah, and we'll our... have him back at some point to talk about the board game that since they yes totally since they won yeah. that competition. So yeah, let's see. Maybe we can make it work uh, in a couple of weeks or so. I I asked when he when he's got the time. So. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it from my side. Nothing nothing else happened. I mean, this was plenty, so. <laughs> I thought it was super interesting. <laughs> I love this daytime that we can get. So, I mean, when you're creating your own software, you have to be very, like, high level and see the bigger picture. But sometimes you have to go down and, like, dig through daytime comparison and still stay on task which is kind of the hard i guess some of the harder parts of, of not just being a developer in a larger team because then that would be most of your job right just get the issue and then yeah. figure out how to solve the issue but um as a developer founder you have to be able to do both but anyway over here in norway all restrictions were lifted this weekend so there has been fun times around town. <laughs> it was interesting because a friend of mine and I had for weeks actually decided we were going to go out to eat on this Saturday. And then all restrictions were lifted at uh, 10 o'clock that morning. So when we went out, there was like no room anywhere. Like all the restaurants <laughs> are suddenly fully booked. And because it's been like partly open, but, you know, the restaurants have had to have fewer patrons and stuff like that but now everything was uh fully fully booked and and filled up but then i remembered i had to walk past my local cafe restaurant that is kind of my home away from home and uh, they are a little off the beaten path so they still had room so we had some great pizza and wine and then we went to a bar and um it was uh yeah it felt good it felt good and i was nice. so hungover on sunday i didn't even know where like it I can't even remember the last time. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but because of all this, my sister, who lives in Denmark but was skiing in Sweden, got her GPS suddenly told them that it would be faster to drive through Oslo than just stay in Sweden. And because the border now was suddenly, you know, completely open and it had been for a couple of days, she was like, I'm in Oslo in an hour. And I was hungover, but I was like, okay, we'll figure this out. And Ulla and Lillian was like out uh, ice skating or with his sister. So we like managed to like get everybody on board and 
went out and had like a really nice family gathering with most of Ula's family and most of my family and my sister. And yeah, it was just like a really good and fun. It was nice to hug my sister. I haven't seen her in two years. So that was pretty amazing. Wow. So, um, cause we kind of, yeah, as I said, she's in Denmark and my, our father is in London and then I'm in Oslo and there has been restrictions between the Scandinavian countries even. So it's been, um, not as easy as it usually is to travel back and forth. And yeah. then, so that was a great weekend. And then before the weekend, I also had some, what can you say, fun. Because last episode, I was all about the praise. Um, and it might sound like, <clears throat> you know, I am, I do talk about this praise and try to notice this praise because I do think it's hard <laughs> to, <laughs> um, to take it in and like internalize it and also expect that people will like the stuff that I do do. And I really noticed that because I think I mentioned that I was waiting for more of a testimonial feedback from my client on the done for you demo service that I'm kind of launching. It was like a, they tested kind of that service and I saw on Tuesday night uh, last week that an email came in from him where it's like, I hope this like is what you were looking for. And then I didn't read more anymore. And then on Wednesday, I binge watched Netflix for like four or five hours before I managed to open that email because I don't know why, like, I didn't think it was going to be bad, but I was like, I just don't want to read this. And then I read it <laughs> and it was the perfect testimonial and everything is good in the world. <laughs> But it's funny when you notice these patterns in yourself that like, okay, I obviously have some challenges around feedback. <laughs> 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 but I have now started asking for it, which is great. So with Korean Ray, it's the um, kind of same old. I written my emails, I'd done my stream, and I did some more YOLO coding, and I debugged on stream, and again, and this time it wasn't a bug, but I did something I didn't really know how to do. Uh, but people, the people who watched, like, really seemed to enjoy it because they were like, "Oh, this, oh, it's another great debugging session," in the chat. So I think I'm gonna like take that feedback that people actually like uh, seeing me work through things and talk through things, and that that can be beneficial as long as it's within reach. I think because I think it would be bad if like stream after stream, like we didn't figure things out like that would end up being kind of a boring thing but since we usually actually manage to make something that it's kind of prepared and then I YOLO a little bit and it's a little uncertain if we like if I know how to pull this off or not maybe there's a little like suspense in there like and then people cherry on <laughs> and come with suggestions and and stuff like that so yeah. yes I think anyway the streams are doing are still doing well and we are consistently getting like a little bit more um use and and people showing up and people chatting in the um or interacting in the chat i guess um and then my my big ticket item for this week i guess but it was kind of last week pushed it off to this week but i've now done it is to create a draft for the done for you demo service that this testimonial is for <laughs> and it's going to be a part of a done for you uh, demo and then i was thinking about the done for you packages or plugins but then after our call 
or after this recording last week, we thought of, talked about also kind of done for you JavaScript SDKs for services or for SaaSes or services that have an API and would like somebody else to make an SDK. So I'm not sure exactly which one I'm going to go for next, but I realized I didn't have to have them all all in place. I could just do the um, done for you demo draft first and like get that out there and then kind of add on. So there will be a link in the show notes if you want to give me some feedback on that um, drafts page, dear listener. Uh, and Benedict also, if he wants to give us some feedback. Yeah, I'll definitely read through it. Um, yeah. Because you asked me to and I totally didn't do it yesterday. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No. <laughs> is that not your job as my co-host i'm just kidding <laughs> you have to respond to everything within five minutes <laughs> exactly no so i think i got some really good feedback from somebody i know on twitter and also some feedback that this is services that companies are looking for and that i probably should add written that I can like give them a demo and also give them, you know, blog post in addition to videos. And I absolutely think that people would want that, but I don't want to deliver that because <laughs> I am not <laughs> that fond of writing. But I think if I can give companies the demo and the video walkthrough as I did for did for um, that one client, it's going to be easier for them to write the content themselves because then they will have something to kind of use as a base for blog posts or support pages or whatever they need instead of me being on being the person who has to like write that in their style or for their kind of audience so hopefully i can get away with not doing it <laughs> <laughs> i mean you could also just hire it out and let someone else like send them the video and let someone else do the writing Ooh, and just price that into the package. I, mean, I could. Because I could have it as an add-on. And then, you know, if they add that on, I could go to the other person. I think I know a person, actually. Ooh, interesting. Mm. Got to be thinking about <laughs> this. Now I need to do some outreach. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, not as much done last week as I thought. But also... Um, I ended up, I don't know if the theme for last week was drinking because I also drank <laughs> earlier in the week. So my, my friend who I've mentioned before, who's a nurse and was going to leave for Australia for a year and a half, and that I've kind of been talking to about getting on board with POW as kind of the com customer developer person and kind of mm -hmm. content marketing person. And um, when she was when she left because she's going to Australia and she doesn't have a job in Australia. And I thought that would be a great opportunity to get some free work from her in exchange for something <laughs> that we haven't decided on yet. But um, but they tried five times. But now they're on the plane. They're somewhere between Norway and Australia. Going to give them some week to relax and then we're going to pick up the tread. But then last week, kind of as a last, last night before um or the last time we saw each other before we left, we sat outside because they didn't want to, of course, they they were very isolated these last weeks to be able to get to Australia with a clean bill of health and all that. So we had some outside gin tonics and talked pow. And it, it really, I think we've been talking about it like on and off a little bit. And I, I, I do think it's going to be, could be a great fit because um, 
one of the things she wanted to do in Australia is kind of read up on her, her, is it, I guess it's not called quilt craft, like her, her, like nurse content. And she also wants to become a midwife. So she wants to kind of read up and prep for that uh, until she comes back. And like all of that kind of content, especially the midwifery things, you know, are, uh, are things that could be uh, inspiration for content, POW type content. Um, and mm-hmm. also I think she, one of the reasons she wants to be a midwife too, is because that's kind of a coaching role. You coach the person through the, through labor. Um, so I also think that she could be a really good person to talk to customers and kind of try to, to, um, you know, do those kind of customer interviews and, and get out of them what they actually want from the product and all of those things that I kind of know how to do, but it's not my genius zone i would say so if she could do that then that could be awesome so we're kind of like she's she said yes so i'll keep everyone posted on on what's happening there and on the pow side then you know no surprise as i said my wild card last week i was i applied for (laughs) tiny seed and they said no uh, but they did say what we talked about, which is like they had a paragraph where it's like, well, we ask for people with like 500 MMR. Uh, but now that you've applied, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll keep looking. No, what did they say? But like, we'll, we'll have an eye on your product. And I was like, yes, that's all I needed. I needed that sentence. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to, we're going to get there by next year. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, that was a little... sorry that you didn't get into Tiny Seed, but still, yeah, I'm I not mean... that. I'm not surprised and not that sad either. <laughs> That's a good. That's a yeah. good uh, way to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I think it could be fun. Like, I'm really excited. Um, I did fix a bug in Pow last week. Oh, I forgot that I fixed a bug in Pow last week. See, this is why this podcast oh. is good. I did do stuff last week. I didn't just drink and watch Netflix <laughs> and hide from feedback, <laughs> which was kind of how I viewed my week until I now managed to talk through it a little bit. Um, yeah, I fixed a little bug in in, in uh, POW, and it was a lot of fun coming back to the project because, I don't know, when I kind of left it, I felt like everything was like, oh, this is bad in a way or like I wasn't happy with the code base I wasn't happy with the product and I was like but now when I came back to it I was like well this wasn't that bad you know this structure worked like I could come back to it pretty fast and also you know logging in uh, and testing out the kind of sign up flow again I'm like yeah there is room for improvement but it's not kind of as bad as I've managed to make it in my mind when I was like all in there like you were with the daytime I was like so in there I kind of kind of forgot to see that the the larger picture of of the state of the the app so that was I was really happy that that was the kind of feeling I came out after fixing that bug I was like oh you know this is actually like better than I've made it out to be in in my head and that's good going nice. into yeah. working some more on POW. Uh, hopefully this spring when the sun is out because the sun is yeah. out in Oslo and it's good times. When when the sun is out, you're going to spend it inside in front of your computer. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you know what? I am really good at coding outside. I've done a lot of... Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, that I don't know anymore now. At all. Because after... Yeah, after we 
everything closed down and I couldn't go outside, I realized that, or couldn't go outside to work, I ended up buying an external monitor. So I've never had an external monitor before. Mm. Always just worked on my laptop because I wanted to kind of keep that identity that like, if I wanted to, I could just like go to Bali and, or, you know, wherever and, and work and be a digital nomad. Um, which hasn't been kind of true because I have family obligations in this country and I kind of <laughs> have to stay. So when we were also not allowed to go to you know cafes anymore to work, I ended up buying an external monitor. So I might have gotten too used to it. <laughs> we'll see come, come spring if I manage to get coding work done at my favorite home away from home. The uh, local coffee shop, or um, I've also worked from the park when I was younger, and also from the beach actually, or like not the beach, but the um, one of the piers that you can swim off of in um, in Oslo. So we'll see. I'll try to change it up a bit because it's good for my mental health. Even though maybe I don't code. Yeah. Maybe it's a little slower. Maybe it's not as productive. But if it makes you happy, maybe that makes you more productive. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. For some reason, that doesn't work for me at all. Like, I've never been able to work at coffee shops or any, like, even with, uh... I mean, other people around don't bother me. But, like, if it's too busy, then I, I have a hard time focusing and uh, staying productive. So, unfortunately, I c can't really relate to that at Working outside of the park sounds horrible to me. <laughs> but I remember that you and you and Brian couldn't work from bed either. Like you are very strict in your work environments. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, like I mean, I can certainly open up the computer in bed, but I will not be very productive. That's for sure. So I don't know if I want to be productive, then I have to get to my desk in front of my external monitor and like work there and focus there otherwise it doesn't it doesn't really work yeah i think it's because it's a little bit if you if you're used to the queue so the queue is sitting down and the external monitor and that's kind of your queue for deep focused work then then it's hard to kind of break out of that and that's what's going to be interesting for me now that that has become kind of the queue but for a while mm -hmm. i had some like um i had some playlists that i usually coded with and wherever I was as long as I just turn on that and like open my co code editor that was kind of my cue to get into kind of the deep coding work and then it didn't really yeah. matter as much where I was or who who was around um, but streaming is going to be harder like if we go to our summer house this summer I think it's going to be I think I'll have take a break from streaming because it's it's going to be harder to stream with only one monitor now I did it in the beginning I only streamed with my laptop, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, got to keep it a little loose. I mean, we can't, be, or I, you, you do you, but I have, <laughs> I have to stay a little loose. Otherwise, I think I'll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's all for, for this, this week. That was kind of productive. <laughs> Slow, I guess, was my, my feeling. Yeah, I, I don't have anything else to add, so I guess that's 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 a wrap for this episode. See you around the interwebs. <laughs> yeah, bye. <laughs>